Hello, and welcome to the October Trailer Talk edition of See It or Shove It. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm here to give you my predictions of whether October's biggest releases will be a See It or a Shove It based on the trailer. This month, we'll see releases that fit into the scary season of Halloween, and some Oscar hopefuls begin rolling into theaters. So cue the music, and let's get going on this month's edition of Trailer Talk. Opening October 6th, Oscar-nominated actor Leslie Odom Jr. takes the reins of one of film's biggest horror legacies. This is The Exorcist Believer. What do you think evil is? I'll tell you what I think it is. We're born in this world with hope and dreams and a desire to be happy. Dad? Something's going on with my daughter. No! No! It's happening to my daughter, too. The devil has one wish. Wherever those girls went, they brought something back with them. Uh, 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 uh. To make us lose faith. But I believe you can help get our daughters back. To kill it in us. And the devil never gives up. I don't know what it is about movies, about possessions, but they never seem to scare me very much. And I don't think this one's going to either. I think I may be the only person on Earth who wasn't scared of the original Exorcist movie, but full disclosure, I was high as a kite and really only half paying attention when I first watched it. With that said, other than the Conjuring movies, I'm really not that terrified of possession movies. This just looks like a retread of everything that's been done beforehand. It's probably going to contain scares that you can see a mile away. I'm a little intrigued by the return of Oscar winner Ellen Burstyn, who was in the original, but I'm not sure if that will even be enough. So, with that, I think this is going to be a shove-it, but man, I hope I'm wrong. Also opening October 6th, Ozark star Julia Garner checks into the Royal Hotel. We're in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Down the back, up the stairs. Down the back? Up the stairs, mate. You're the new girls. Yeah. Yeah. We're on vacation. We should be on a beach somewhere. We have sunshine and booze in a box. Let's put up with it for a few weeks. Make some cash. It'll toughen us up. This little indie movie looks right up my alley. It looks like there are two women who go over to Australia to do some sort of temporary work at this bar in the middle of nowhere. Not quite sure why they have to go that far just to do that kind of work, but I guess I'll find out when I see it. Things seem to go wrong when they begin to get harassed by very overzealous chauvinists, and then they start taking things into their own hands as they wait out the time that they could leave and return back home. It looks like it's a revenge thriller that may have some good tension in it. Julia Garner is a wonderful actress, so I have faith that she wouldn't pick something that stinks, But I guess I'll find out soon enough. I think this one's going to be a see-it. Bravely opening October 13th, the same weekend that Taylor Swift is taking over every single auditorium except for a handful of them, apparently, the big winner from the Cannes Film Festival arrives stateside. This is Anatomy of a Fall. I don't know what happened. I think it fell off the third floor. The window's open. 
the autopsy report is inconclusive. An accidental fall is going to be hard for us to defend. That's why there's an investigation for a more suspicious death, because you were the only person there. And of course, you always wife. Stop. I did not kill him. That's not the point. This film won the Palme d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival, so I'm looking forward to seeing it because of that alone. I've really enjoyed two of the last three winners of that award, the masterpiece Parasite and the very odd but captivating Titan. The only exception was last year's winner, Triangle of Sadness, which if you've been listening for a while, you know how I feel about that literal shit show. This one seems to be about a woman who is on trial for killing her husband, who was found dead in a snowbank. They have a young son who mentions how his parents didn't get along and what life was like living in that situation. Movies like this, if they're done right, are very suspenseful and I enjoy them a lot. However, I do have a sneaking suspicion that I know what's going to happen in this movie based on the trailer. And that's not necessarily the film's fault, if I end up being correct, but it may take away from my experience and enjoyment of watching it. But for now, I think this is going to be a see it. Opening October 20th, Oscar-winning director Martin Scorsese returns to cinemas with his latest epic. This is Killers of the Flower Moon. They're like buzzards circling our people. We're still warriors. I ought to kill these white men who killed my family. to take back control of your home. I was uh, sent down from Washington, D.C. to see about these murders. See what about them? See who's doing it. This movie looks very intense as well, and I believe it is based on a novel. It looks like it's set maybe in the 1920s on the Native American tribal lands somewhere in the Midwest. Um, and Leonardo DiCaprio plays a detective investigating some kind of murder. Maybe he does, or Jesse Plemons does. But it seems to be a struggle of land ownership as well as inherent racism causing conflict throughout the movie. It looks really good. Oscar winners Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro look reliable as always, and the buzz on Lily Gladstone's performance is off the charts. My only skepticism is, surprise, surprise, the runtime. At 3 hours and 27 minutes, longer than even Avatar, I hope that Scorsese has not bloated this one out to be longer than it needs to be, and that he maintains the momentum throughout. Otherwise, I'm going to find it boring. But for now, I think it's going to be a see it. On October 20th, Oscar nominees Saoirse Ronan and Paul Mescal team up for a psychological thriller. This is Foe. You've been selected to live up there. <laughs> okay, well, you're wasting your time because we, we haven't even been on an airplane. She hated it. I should, I should clarify. I'm talking about you here, Junior. Only you. Sure, Hen has company while you're away. 
going to replace you. I don't want a robot living with my wife. This looks intriguing. Looks like Saoirse Ronan's character is married to Paul Mescal's character, and they get their lives turned upside down when Mescal's character is sent to space. In his absence, he is replaced by a robot. And living with that robot appears to alter the way that Ronan's character looks at her life with her husband. It looks like a classic relationship drama that is merged with science fiction. I really enjoy both of these actors, and I'm looking forward to this one. I think it will be very intriguing. Um, one other thing, it's directed by the same man who directed the wonderful film Lion a few years ago, Garth Davis, so it has a lot going for it. I think it will be a see it. On October 27th, a popular kids video game comes to life just in time for Halloween. This is Five Nights at Freddy's. The 80s, kids went missing. The police searched Freddy's top to bottom. Hello? They never found them. That's why the place shut down. There are ghost children possessing giant robots. Thanks for the heads up. Technically, they're animatronics. What do they want? They want to make her like them. Bobby! Tell me how to stop them. <laughs> it's too late. I don't know anything about this Five Nights at Freddy's thing, other than my students talk about it all the time. I'm going off the trailer alone. I'm getting vibes that it's going to be like those terrible R.L. Stein movies that I so hate because they're so cheesy and not scary at all. But there's also something about it that leads me to believe it will be a notch higher than those because of the people associated with it. With that said, it is rated PG-13, so I'm not expecting much in terms of scares as much as I want to see a nice scary movie right before Halloween. I don't know. My instinct is telling me this is going to be bad. And while the quality will be better than those R.L. Stein movies, as well as the horrible, terrible Spirit Halloween, the movie that came out last year, ugh, that was terrible. I just feel it's going to be on a similar kind of level. I hope I'm wrong, and since it is from the Blumhouse Productions house, which usually knows what it's doing when it comes to horror, I just might be wrong. But I do for now think this is going to be a shove-it. Finally, on October 27th, John Cena brings us his latest action adventure, Freelance. What the hell just happened? Your one-man security detail happened. He's a hero. I'm with the president of a country in the middle of a coup. This is the scoop of a lifetime. You gotta be alive to have a scoop for a lifetime. God. We never should have come. Let's go. You can't just leave him. Run! Run! Ready to go, I don't know how to stop. When you start at the bottom, only way to go is up. I'm just doing my job. Oh god, here we go again. This looks like a cross between an Expendables movie and the Sandra Bullock Channing Tatum film The Lost City, which actually was not bad at all, but The Expendables? Ugh. This just looks cliched and typical. John Cena is seemingly put in charge with protecting Alison Bree's character, and based on the trailer it just seems like it's going to be very predictable. 
The first half of the trailer, she's running around squealing and screeching in fear. Eek! And then I guarantee you, by the end of the film, she's going to suddenly become this action hero who is no longer afraid, thanks to the support of the male in her life. I think part of the trailer actually revealed that I will, in fact, be correct in this prediction. But it's something we've all seen before a thousand times, so it's not like I'm this huge fortune teller. We've all seen it. I'm not hopeful that this will be one to remember. I think this is going to be a shove it. So that's it for this episode of Theater Shove It. Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm very grateful. Support your local theaters by planning to go see some of these movies coming out this month. And while you're at it, share my podcast with your movie and TV loving friends and families. You can drop me a line at theatershoveit at gmail.com and follow me on Instagram and letterboxd at theatershoveit and rate me wherever you get your podcasts. Come back next week when I bring you my thoughts on this weekend's new releases. Thanks again, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. This episode of Theater Shove It was recorded in Orlando, Florida and is produced by Gregory G. Productions. Music by Mysterio Music. All rights reserved.